A man. A man stands alone at a place. This is the time for what? For individual achievement. guys, welcome to the Pull Hitter Podcast for Sunday, August 30th. This will be a NFBC main event focus pod. Um, there's a lot of talk about today. I'm going to try to do it as fast as I can because it's beautiful outside and I want to watch some baseball, start studying for football. Alright, so we're going to go right into it. Some trade news. Mitch Morland just got traded to the Padres. He'll probably slot in at DH. Listella is on the move to Oakland. He might take some PT hit, but he should still be in there a good enough time and be effective when he's in there. Jose Martinez to the Cubs. Josh Hader and Mike Clevenger reportedly on the move. Should be aware for that. There should be some interesting trades if those do go down. It should be a very interesting couple days here before the deadline. Maybe we'll get to see some action all day long. Some schedule notes for this week. Teams who are playing eight games. Boston Red Sox, New York Yankees, Pittsburgh Pirates, Washington Nationals, and the Toronto Blue Jays. All teams are playing four games in the coveted Friday to Sunday slate. Teams with seven games that are notable. Atlanta, they are also playing four games on Friday to Sunday. And Baltimore, also playing four games Friday to Sunday. I love the Met. Offense in the seven games um, week for them and also the Astros. Notable teams playing six games, Dodgers and the Rockies. San Francisco Giants is the only team playing five games this week. Although they are playing two games at Coors Field. Coors Field schedule this week is they are playing home Monday versus the Padres and Tuesday, Wednesday versus the Giants. The teams facing some right-handed pitching, dominant right-handed pitching this week. Baltimore Orioles facing seven righties. Nationals facing seven righties. Royals, Brewers, Phillies, and the Mariners all facing six right-handed pitchers. And the Rockies are facing five. Obviously, there's still probably some things are going to get shaken out in a pitching forecaster this week. But as of now, that's what we're looking at. This is 2.30 on Sunday. So we're going to start again in some player bidding for the weekend. Who to target on trends to be aware of. Per Phil Dussault, popular NFC player. Also on Twitter. At Phil Dussault 27. He said that the average team in the main event has $197 left to spend. And nine teams have zero. I, If I could switch to a better standing place right now, I wish I had zero left to spend. But my team had been doing pretty terrible as of last week to this week. Went down about 12 points. But anyway, we're not here to discuss that. Two-star pitchers for the week. Ian Anderson, big-time rookie. One of the last 
maybe rookie arms that we'll see that will make a big splash in the fab bidding. He's going against, he's at Boston and then against the Nationals. He's probably going to command a pretty high dollar amount for the double start factor and the rookie splash factor. The other two start pitchers, maybe even slightly worth noting, Chase Anderson, 51% owned, going against Baltimore and at Boston. Won't give you many Ks. He's still ramping up to um, about 80, 90 innings um, pitches right now. So, But he did reach five innings in his last start. One pitcher I'll recommend for one start this week is Trevor Cahill. He's owned in only 36% of leagues in the main event. Going against the Diamondbacks. Heavy ground ball pitcher. Um, might not give you too much Ks, but... He's pitching well of late, and maybe he can steal you a victory. So some closer speculation. We'll go through some teams right now that are, you know, have a little upheaval or some sort at their closer position. Toronto Blue Jays, Romano was pitching well. He ascended into the role. Now he's out. Will they go back to Anthony Bass, or does Dolis get some opportunity? Then we also have Ken Giles lurking in the wing as a possible factor as well. We know the Blue Jays are going for it. You know, that's who they would want to be in that role. He's available in 80, 87% of main event leagues. Um, I'm guessing that he's going to be 100% after this week is over and that he will command some pretty high bids in those leagues that he's available. With the Royals, Trevor Rosenthal being traded, Josh Stormont and Scott Barlow, and... Greg Holland. Um, obviously, Matheny can do his own thing and put Holland in there. Stormont and Barlow have been the more effective arms. I recommended Stormont last week. He was picked up in 22 leagues last Sunday with a maximum winning bid of 74 and a minimum winning bid of $1.00. The average winning bid for the 22 leagues was $21, and the average runner-up bid in those 22 leagues was $9. I snuck him in there for $11 last week, hoping that maybe he can pick up the role, but I needed help in ratios and some Ks anyway, and I've, he was just the best option for me at the time. So next we'll move on to the Tigers. Is Jimenez going to not be a factor going forward. We're going to have to look at maybe Soto or Farmer. I personally like Soto better. The skills are better. He came in for a save last night and faced some righties, which is good to see. Just the superior skills there. I would go with Soto. He might command um, a pretty decent bid this week. He is owned in only 26% of main event leagues right now. Stormont is owned in 90% of the leagues, Ken Giles, 87% of the leagues, Hector Norris, 72% of the league. You don't know if he's maybe going to work his way back into the closer role if you have a, some room to stash him and you think he's going to become the closer again. You could do that. Another guy to note is Yoshisha Hirano on the Mariners. He is owned in 49% of main event leagues. If you want to take a speculative jab at him, wouldn't be the worst of things to do. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And then obviously we have Devin Williams with his 8% ownership that might go through the roof if Hayter does get traded today. Even if he doesn't get traded today, I'm sure a lot of people will take a chance on Williams this weekend. Okay, next we're going to move over to some of those splashy rookies that everyone loves this, to pick up. Gavin Lux is still available in some leagues out there. I'm sure he's going to go into a bidding war in those leagues. Jose Garcia on Cincinnati. He's been getting some at-bats while he got called up in the minors. His walk percentage was rising and his K percentage has been going down in his, his last couple years in the low-level minors. He hasn't been above A, but those are good signs to see. He hits a lot of ground balls, but he has a pretty good spray ability which is something you like to see in young hitters. And obviously Ian Anderson, he will be your big money rookie this week. And now just going to talk about some quick reference points in terms of bidding and what some guys went for. Last week, obviously we have less money going forward, so the bid may not be as astronomical. But with people who still have a lot of money left, these bids may repeat themselves. So last week, Tristan McKenzie was picked up in 38 leagues for a max of $377. His minimum winning bid was 55 In the leagues he was won, his average winning bid was $170, and the average runner-up bid was $108. So for Sixto Sanchez, his average winning bid through the leagues he was picked up and was 208 and his average running up runner up bid was 147 for Scooble his average winning bid in the 35 leagues he was picked up was $81 and the average runner up bid was $41 and so we'll look at a guy like Matt Barnes who is the hot close of the week we don't have any guys like Matt Barnes this week who just stumbled into a full-time role like Barnes did but last week out of the 35 leagues he was one in he average winning bid was $136 and the average runner-up bid was $94 as I mentioned before Stormont just as a reference point for speculative ads for closers he average winning bid for him was 21 average runner-up was $9 Another rookie to take note of was Ryan Mountcastle last week. His average winning bids across the leagues he was won in was $91, and the average runner-up was $55. So just some little things to keep in mind as you're placing your bids for the week. Just going to do a quick run-through of positions, uh, players that are available, and some guys you might want to take a shot at. For catchers, Mitch Garver, who owns in 72% of the league, if you have space and hopes he can return to, like, his effectiveness of last year might be worth it. And he might be that difference maker because he was last year. And you don't want to miss the boat on him this week. If he comes back in the middle of the week, you're going to pay 
a little more for him next week. Simple as that. We also have Austin Barnes available in 49% of the leagues in the NFBC main event. Corner infield, we have Brandon Belt, even though he's playing only five games this week. Two at cores, 23% owned. He's been on a tear. I recommended him last week as a guy to keep an eye on. Stack, stack has pages blowing up red. Oh, we also have Garrett Cooper, your, you know, your league average hitter guy, 15% owned. Um, if you need them just league average stats and you might be willing to pick him up, he could provide you with league average stats. So we have Evan White, who's owned in 90% of the league, so he's not available for too many leagues out there, but if you're listening and he is available in your league, probably going to go for a pretty penny. Been seeing the ball a lot better. He was hitting the ball well before, just wasn't getting the expected results. In the middle of the infield, Nick Magical, 77% of the leagues he is owned in, the NFBC. He's going to be another big bid for those leagues that he's not. Owned in. Jose Iglesias, 36% owned. He's back for the Orioles, hitting third, sometimes DHing. Just a consistent bat. Keeps getting better as you're getting older. Jose Garcia mentioned before, Eric Gonzalez, he's owned in 40% of the leagues. He has eight games this week with the Pirates, as well as Cole Tucker. Not as big as a splash, but he's owned in 5% of the leagues. He's got some eligibility in the infield and the outfield. He's playing eight games again this week. In the outfield, Cedric Mullins, 77% owned. He's got the full-time job now. Not a great ad, but just a guy to note. And Tyler Naquin, he is not owned at all, but he's got four games versus right-handed pitching this weekend. He does seem to be coming on as of late. And then we'll just talk about some multi-eligibility guys. If you just need some guys to cover some ground. And you don't have any on your team. This is something that's going to be very important going forward. It's important all the time, but even more important going forward. Um, so for middle corner, Michael Chavis owned in 74% of the leagues. With the trade of Moreland, he should just play even more. And hopefully his battle will just start waking up. Jose Peraza, also a middle infield and outfield eligibility guy. 59% owned. Cole Tucker, I mentioned him before. David Bodie, middle corner, 26% owned. Gotta love those middle corner eligible guys. And that's about wraps it up for this week. Just a quick 15-minute NFBC primer for your bidding tonight. Hope you enjoyed it. I hope you enjoy your weekend. It's beautiful outside. Get to spend some time outside. Do some meditation. Clear the mind, you know. I tried to do a podcast early in the week and it just didn't work out. My mind wasn't in it. There was too much going on in the world and I just needed to remove myself from things and take an objective look at the world and take some deep breaths, you know, just remind myself to consistently be better. Push yourself, be humble, be kind to everyone, be loving. It, you know, it's it's not a difficult task, you know, just life is short and in the time we're here, let's make a difference, you know, let's, let's be kind, be better, like my boy Kobe said, be better. Alright guys, thank you for joining me this weekend and see you next time.